Hey, it's Tuesday, December, uh, fuck, 11th? No, 18th. 18th, right? Yeah, this would help if I had a calendar. This is a great way to start the podcast. Yeah, it's the 18th. <laughs> what a fantastic way to start the podcast. Tuesday the 18th, it's Chris Gaskin's show. Um, as you can tell by the lovely acoustics, I am not in uh, my bedroom. In fact, I'm in my old bedroom. I'm in Prince George, which uh, I'm kind of excited about, I guess. I don't... I like... This town is uh, just chock full of dummies. I, I mean, ridiculously full of dummies. But it's my hometown. It is. And I I do love my hometown. It's, it's, it's almost hilarious how dumb the people are here. And I think I earned the right to call them fucking retards. Uh, mostly because my graduation song was the theme song from Friends. And I fucking hate that show. Um. You hear me sipping back on some green tea. My voice is uh, a little shot. Hopefully, that happens to uh, come back. I don't know if I'm sick from all of the traveling. Or if just... I I, I just don't know. Um, Anyways. Let's... uh, Let's talk about the uh, recent trip. Um, God, I still have to sort some of that out. I'm okay. So this is what happened. This would uh, probably. Yeah, let me try and drop that again. In three, two, one. Probably about a month ago. Maybe a month and a half ago, uh, my buddy Brian Major, very funny comic, probably, uh, I always have considered him one of the most underrated comics in Western Canada. I truly mean that. Um, he gets a hold of me, says, hey, the guy's from Houston, that's his hometown, Houston, BC, by the way. Um, and that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to title this podcast because the number of times, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I said it in a previous podcast, but the number of times I tell people, Hey, I am going, uh, to hop on a bus up to Prince George to transfer to a bus to Houston. And people go, Oh, you're going to Houston, Texas. And I go, why the fuck? Would I be taking a bus north to go to Texas, you retard? No. Going to Houston, B.C. I've never heard of Houston, B.C. But I think you'd be able to, like, guess Houston, B.C. Just based off of the fact that I'm going north. Right? It's funny. At the very least, 
like his dumbest people from Prince George are, they know about Houston, B.C., all right? They, they aren't that retarded. Like, a lot of... Mind you, these are people who think, like, not with their logical brain, but with their emotional brain. That just happens way too much. I mean, we need to cut that shit out and fast, all right? Now, I'll say something. I, uh, I find myself guilty of that numerous times. Now, I might shun someone just because I'm pissed off at them. I've, you know, but eventually I'll look at the situation and I'll be like, yeah, you know, maybe they made a point or, or hey, maybe I was being an asshole. I, you know. Sometimes I'm like that. So, he says, they want us to do a Christmas party. They're inquiring. Christmas, how much do you want to ask for? And I said, you know what? I'll tell you what. They went through you. You handle this. So it comes back. Goes, uh, we're gonna get paid this much. Does that sound cool? I'll pay for your travel. And I said, yeah, sounds cool. He sends it. Get a reply back. And they're like, all right. Sounds good. What do you need as far as travel goes? So we tell them. All right. I need. So this is what we tell. Brian needs uh, a bus ticket in so we could get in town in time for the show to Houston. And a train ticket back. I need a return bus ticket. Vancouver to Prince George. And then return, and a bus ticket to Houston, and a train back. So, my travel is a little bit more expensive. But people in Houston have hired us before. I, I think they, they kind of understand that, right? So, this is what happens. Um, by the way, I'm right next to the heater, so you're probably going to hear that go off every few minutes because it's Prince George and it's cold, all right? I mean, I have my mom sold my trampoline. Mother... Dude, how many cars do these guys have? Goddamn neighbors. Sorry. Um, (laughs) What a great podcast. Just talk about visual stuff, huh? huh? Look at the face I'm making. All right. Um... What was that point? That oh yeah, yeah. so my travel uh, is a little bit more expensive. Again, they know I'm from Vancouver, and Brian right now is uh, stationed out of Prince George. They're aware of that. They're okay with that. Uh, all of a sudden, we get all the information for that. So, like, great. And the thing is, is I grew up in Prince George. Um, That's why as much as I hate this town, I I don't even hate it. I just hate how dumb some of the people are. And it's, again, it's not even a lot. But it's, the people that are dumb are so dumb. That's why I'm just like, oh, what, what the fuck's the matter with you? I, I always say on stage that um, 
some guy called up to the, um, or, or some guy, or they, it was front page news when we got Eastside Mario's. I, I'll be honest, this is, this is how comedians write jokes. Uh, this was a, something Brian told me. And he was he was kind of like uh, you talk about people from Prince George being dumb. So I was going to talk about this. Maybe you can talk about this instead. And uh, so I, I kind of changed it to front page news. But what happened was someone wrote in to the newspaper uh, like a letter to the editor, bitching about how East Side Mario's was on the west side of town. Like that's how dumb. People in Prince George can be. But I still wanted to stay. Um, a couple extra days. At least. I mean the way that it would have worked is. I would have hopped on the bus. From Vancouver. Um, met up with Brian in Kamloops. Is actually supposed to be merit, but uh, I'll talk about that more in a couple minutes when I talk about the actual traveling. Um, head north to Prince George, having our layover, and then head west, and I, I think it's like three and a half, four hours west. Maybe more, maybe maybe like five and a half hours west. No, 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 it's got to be three and a half. It's got to be three and a half because, like, the train ride back's five hours, right? So, yeah, three and a half hours uh, west to Houston. Houston's a small little town built on, like, a hill. They've got, uh, I think they've got, like, a Canfor mill there. And they've got, uh, a, I think, DH manufacturing plant. Which is essentially uh, like a mill. What they're doing is, I think they said they're manufacturing boards uh, to put in between uh, the wood boards in mills. So, their job is, uh, there's the heater. Like, that couldn't be any louder. I could probably move to another room, but uh, my brother's in town and he brought his friend and I realized, like, I just look like a psycho uh, standing around yelling for an hour. So I decided to hide out. Not like he couldn't hear me, anyways. Uh, nice guy. He's a nice guy. So this is what happens. I get my ticket information. So I go to the train station. Or I go, I guess it's Pacific Central. It's B-Rail, Greyhound. I think some other bus, probably. Uh, Pacific Coach, I know for sure. They do Vancouver Island, but I think there's some other bus as well. And I walk up, and I give them my confirmation number to get my ticket, and I ask about uh, moving the return date back. And the lady behind the counter says, why don't you... Just do that when you're in Prince George. He's like, it's going to cost you around 16 bucks. So I was like, all right. I will do that. But I will probably do that before because I don't want to get to Prince George, 
have to make my transfer. And then uh, get back late Sunday night and get there Sunday night and be like, hey, I want to reissue this ticket even though I'm supposed to be hopping on the bus right now. So this is what I did. Thursday night, or no, sorry, Friday night. Uh, Friday night I leave. Get on the bus uh, with my suitcase. Takes me to the Sky Train. I hop on the Sky Train. I go to the end of the line. I hop on the other Sky Train. I'm at Pacific Central Station. Now, uh, the way Pacific Central Station is laid out is there's like a, when you straight enter in, there's a via rail. To your left is a uh, McDonald's. And then, I guess this is a poor, okay, uh, if you look like straight ahead when you enter, that's where all of the doors and like the companies that do the booking are. All right, so straight ahead is via, straight into left is something else. Straight into the right is Greyhound. So it might be Pacific Coach to the left, or you can also buy Pacific Coach from Greyhound. I don't know. Um, and then they've got like a bunch of shops on the opposite side and around. So when you're entering, if you go to the left, and then to your left is a McDonald's. So I went in there, grabbed something to eat for the bus ride, because... Vancouver to Prince George, the bus ride, is about 12 hours. Sometimes it's longer. Sometimes it's shorter. But usually, it's around 12 hours. All right. So, I go to the ticket station. And I say... Hey, I'd like to change my return date. And the lady goes, what to? And I said, uh, the 21st. Said, I'd, I'd want to leave on the 20th, return on the 21st. And she goes, actually, the bus leaves at like 1 a.m. on the 21st. And that should have that should have clued me in that she had fucked up. All right, it really should have. Because because really buses never leave that late from Prince George. I mean they used to have like a midnight one, and I thought that was kind of the reason why. So I was like, all right. So she hands me my ticket, and this is where I make mistake number two. Instead of calling her out and saying I thought the bus leaves Prince George at eight p.m., I say. Thank you. And I don't look at my ticket. And I head straight out to where the buses are. So I give the guy my ticket. And he says, all right. Got fucking Kamloops. I was only half paying attention, though. I had, like, my headphones in. I get on the bus thinking, well, that was weird. They just tell me to have a nice trip to Kamloops? That makes no sense. I'm not going to Kamloops. And I opened my bus ticket. And not only did she reissue the date coming back. 
but she reissued the cities that I was going to. So it was no longer Vancouver to Prince George, like the ticket that was purchased online was for. It was now Vancouver to Kamloops. So this dumb cunt, and that's the nicest thing I can say. I don't know how you fuck up that bad. Let me put it this way. I had to wait until I got to Kamloops and then talk to the ticket agent there. And she looked at me and was like, what the fuck did they do? And I was like, I have no idea. And she's like, all right, well, I'm going to... I think she said she couldn't reissue my ticket from there, which I think is bullshit. I think she just knew she really didn't have enough time to jump through the hoops to do all of that, right? Which uh, doesn't surprise me. I think... Is that Brian? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that... Something like that would happen. So basically what she does is she writes on my return ticket to, like crosses out to and, or like, like arrows to and from. Says, uh, she arrow, yeah, she arrows to and from. She says, um, Crosses out Kamloops, writes Prince George, writes, hey, uh, let him on the bus. Vancouver screwed up the reissue. But she was actually confused because she was like, they, they aren't supposed to be able to change the destination. How the fuck would they have done that? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. The lady there's retarded, all right? She is. And, and this is one instance where I feel confident saying a word like that because I know some handicapped person walked up and went to get his ticket from this dumb bitch. He'd be like, that girl's retarded. All right. That was bad. I'm not going to edit that out. This is Chris Gaskin's show. I, uh, you know, ruffle a little feather. Rattle some cages. Fuck it. Say something you're going to regret right away. Ugh. So, <laughs> so basically, uh, I, I think it, I think she changed like the going back ticket, but I, I was like, um, what about getting to Prince George? Cause I have a gig that I got to get to. And if I don't get there, I'm going to miss my bus connection and I'm screwed. She goes, don't worry. Um, I'll talk to the bus driver. So the bus driver actually took that ticket that I was holding on to. So now I don't have a t- Now I just have the receipt that says, um, what does it say? It, I've got the receipt and what it says is it's bus ticket. And, and all it is is just the, the destinations, Vancouver to Kamloops, Kamloops to that. But I do have the itinerary on my iPod so I can go, here's the ticket purchased online. That bitch from Vancouver fucked up because she's retarded and a dumb cunt. I need to get back to Vancouver. All right, this is the ticket that was paid for. I did get out here because I had to explain to the lady in Kamloops. 
because I bought my ticket right before I hopped on the bus, didn't have enough time to go back and be like, hey, bitch, what the fuck's this? Getting up to Prince George was a nightmare. And on top of that, by the time um, we, we arrive in Kamloops, about seven minutes late, uh, the Coquihalla wasn't that good, the conditions. And we had, uh, like, like Brian gets there and he's like, you're already seven minutes late. And then on top of that, it took like an additional uh, 20 more minutes than it should have. So I go on the bus with the people who were already on the bus. Like, listen, I was already on the bus. I was supposed to do this. And the guy right away, because she was like, I'll talk to the bus driver. The guy right away is like, you're the guy that uh, screwed up the ticket? It's like, yeah. And he just took the going away ticket. And I was like, well, hold on. What? And he's like, he's like, don't worry about it. You can go. I was like, all right, all right. Listen, as long as I get to Prince George right now, I don't care. So I get uh, on the bus, we leave, and this bus driver uh, drove like my grandmother. I imagine if my grandmother would drive. My grandmother is so paranoid when she sits. Like, she's one of those ladies who constantly has her hand on the dashboard, but doesn't realize that that's where, like, the airbag would come out and bust her arm really bad. And she thinks, like, well, just my arm will be broken. Well, no, because now you've tilted your body and you're probably going to break your clavicle as well. And you're probably going to smash your nose from the one side rather than, like, dead on so it stays straight. But just your eyes are black for, like, a week. This guy drove slow, all right? I imagine my grandmother would drive at, like, 10 kilometers an hour always five through a school zone that's that's what i imagine my grand i imagine my grandmother would look like the world's worst pedophile through a school zone uh so all of a sudden we find ourselves literally um like two hours behind and we're sitting there like, all right, well, this bus was supposed to get in at 8. And the bus that we're supposed to leave uh, to go to Houston is supposed to leave at 9. And if we can't catch that bus, we're fucked. Well, it turns out half, like half of the bus that we were on was actually heading west from Prince George. So they held that bus an hour late. So we got in Prince George probably about 9.45. No, no, we got in at like 10.10. So technically that bus didn't leave uh, till at least an hour and a half later because we all had to transfer over. And um, I met up with Brian in Kamloops. I was supposed to meet up with him in Merritt though. Because Brian was supposed to have a gig in Merritt, but the bus he was on heading out to Merritt uh, got the Kamloops late, so he missed his connection and missed out on a, a 
very high-paying gig, so I kind of feel bad for him in regard to that. Um, so then we hop on the bus at Houston, and we got there. We got there in time, but uh, suffice it to say, traveling was a was a giant clusterfuck. All right. We got there. Uh, we go to our hotel rooms. We go to check in, and we ask. We go, hey, listen, we are leaving tomorrow. Um, is it possible that we can check out late? Just because we don't have any, like we're we're hopping on a train, so we gotta stand outside. And the the dude who runs it is like this East Indian guy. Um, and, and he goes, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna try and do an East Indian accent, uh, but imagine it's an East like I'm so terrible with accents. Anyways, I can do a fucking Boston accent, fucking Southly. It's not that hard. Uh, <laughs> all, all I gotta do is start up a fucking queer, you motherfucker. I'm. T- <laughs> all right, so this is what happens. I, uh,. We walk in to check in. Now, this you gotta fill out paperwork. You gotta get an actual key. All right, this place is called the Pleasant Valley Motel. You know, a shitty name like that is gonna be a very shitty motel slash hotel or whatever. All right. So I, uh, we fill out the paperwork. I say, hey, because we're leaving at three, is it possible? That we can check out late. We didn't think it would be that big. Turned out the Pleasant Valley Motel was a little bit busier than we'd expected. Um, I don't think it was packed or anything. But it was busy. And I realized that like looking out. I mean like look at all the trucks. I I guess it was probably like hunting season out there. Or something right. But like when we got there it was dead. And I figured, like, when is this place ever busy? And he was like, well, you guys have single rooms. And it's tough. Like, we've only got a few single bedrooms. Most people want rooms with a single bed. So, I I don't know if we can. And we were like, even if it's a couple hours... We can get a couple hours. We'll be we'll be cool. All right. And he goes. He goes. I. I don't think so. Shouldn't be a problem. And Brian and I and uh, the lady Tracy who booked us, who picked us up from the the shitty little Greyhound station. In Houston, all looked at each other with the most confused looks on our faces. Hey, do you mind if we stay uh, a couple hours longer? 
I don't think so. Shouldn't be a problem. Okay. Uh, yeah, obviously English, not your first language, but thank you. I mean, he might as well, like, like he was East Indian. He might as well have just done like the bobble head shake. You know, not like, not like the definitive yes, like nod or like no head shake. It's like that bobble, like, like tilting your head both ways. Like, yeah. Should that be a problem where it's more like a, well, fuck you. That's what, that's what it looks like. It looks like a black lady telling, well, fuck you. Except like you speed it up probably about 150%, right? Um, (laughs) (coughs) Ah, fuck. God, all this traveling. So the bus trip uh, is supposed to only be about 15 hours. Ended up being about 17 and a half. Uh, We did the show that night. And then the next day, we hop on a train that uh, is like a six-hour train ride. No, sorry, five hours. All right. So I did, uh, Jesus, I did 22 hours of traveling in 48 hours. Um, I've had a, a day's rest, kind of. And the worst thing is, is like when I got to Prince. Listen, I'm going to finish by talking about the show because I do have a clip to play from the show. All right. I promise you that uh, it's funny enough that I wrote it inside uh, the blog post for this podcast before I even did the show. Like I, I've got a bunch lined up. Um. For when I head out to Ontario, because I know I won't have like a computer with me for the first leg, so if uh, if the Chris Gaskin show goes on hiatus for a couple of weeks, it is because of that. But I doubt it's going to. I think I'm going to be fine. So this is what happens. I I basically got into Prince George, and I'm exhausted, all right? I I got in super late that night uh, after the show, and I'll, I'll explain all of this. I will talk about the show last, or I might talk about it and then explain about the night. But uh, to explain, like, I had, my mom was going to pick me up from the train station, but I, I posted, hey, um, I'm in Prince George. For a couple of days, uh, we'll be getting in tonight. Feel free to let me, or if, if you want to hang out, message me. And right away, my buddy Owen, uh, who I haven't seen in quite a while, gets a hold of me and says, Hey, um, I will be, or says, Hey, I'm heading out of town the next day. Do you want to hang out tonight or tomorrow? So, uh, what I did is, is I go to call my mom and she goes, okay, so you're going to hang out with Owen. And I go, yeah. Um, could you also relay a message for me? Because there's no Wi-Fi, and I have to call, uh, long distance from a payphone right now. Could you just send him a message and tell him that my train should be getting in about 9, 30, 10. So it was actually like when my train got in, 
He goes, all right, uh, do you think, like, future shops open? I'm like, at, like, 10? I doubt it. And he goes, oh, okay, well, I just wanted to kill time. And I was like, kill time for what? And he goes, oh, we're going to see The Hobbit. So I got in town. I'm already exhausted. You know, I got to sit through a three-and-a-half-hour movie of watching people just run. Like, really? What the fuck? Um, I actually enjoyed The Hobbit. It's a decent movie. Uh, if you like The Lord of the Rings, go check it out. There, there's some really well-done scenes in that. Um, all right, listen. This week's podcast is going to be a bit shorter because I, I got to visit some friends. And I've got a, my, my brother brought his buddy, and that is a tongue twister there, uh, into town. So I have to bring him out to the mall, and I still have to edit this and post this shit. So um, I'm going to talk about the show and after the show. And we're going to wrap this puppy up, all right? And I'm going to include that, uh, that sound clip. So this is what happened. Uh, we're in our hotel rooms. Oh, we walk out after looking all confused from this guy's statement. All right. We look at our keys. We realize one of them is all the way across the parking lot on the upstairs. And the other one's on the upstairs really close. And I've got the one really close. Brian goes, Hey, let's trade. I don't want to walk that far. Because I've got a replaced hip. And it's like, alright. I don't give a fuck what room I sleep in. So we trade. I walk up to my room. And I unlock my door. I open the door. And the room already reeks of cigarette smoke. And I look out. And it's a non-smoking room. I think they're all non-smoking rooms. But it reeks of cigarette smoke. I look over, it was originally a two-bedroom room, and I know that because they've got the board from where the bed frame was, like, hammered in, still up from the other one. It's got um, three out of what should have been the four chairs there, because I have stayed in this motel before, and I actually had a decent room last time. It should have, like, a nice chair to sit in. And then, like, two chairs at, like, the the little table. And then, like, a chair in the back near the bathroom. It did not have that nice chair. And the only light that it had was a lamp that was turned off and on uh, from the switch. And the bathroom didn't even have a window. Usually, they've got, like, a small little window so I walk in and I'm like, fuck, I lost that trade. God damn. I, I, I feel like I, I was like, man, Brian must feel like the Toronto Blue Jays right now. He got away with fucking robbery there. I felt like I felt like Quebec after that Peter Forsberg, Eric Lindros trade. Right? Yeah, Lindros was good for about three years. And then he started talking like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> the fucking concussions. Uh, so yeah. So <clears throat> Tracy comes to pick us up. 
to go to the gig. Now, we're doing this gig at the Curling Club. They've got like a little room upstairs that they can have like a small little banquet in. Seats about 115, I believe is what she said. Uh, there's probably about 80 or 90 people there. So it was packed. Um, it was. It was packed. It looked cool. And I was like, all right, um, where? Oh, when we got there, she was like, I don't know if we got a microphone. And I was like, we want a microphone. She goes, all right, well, we'll figure something out. I'm like, you guys should have figured this one out, like, immediately. Um, but okay, we, we can make with what you do. Did I say that right? We, we, can, we can make with what you... Huh. I don't even know if I said... Whatever. Moving on. Uh, we get into the curling club. Walk up to the stairs. It's a little banquet hall. Uh... Tiny, actually a lot smaller than I thought it would be, especially even when she said, "Oh, it's going to be this." And I go, "Where are we going? Are we going to perform right here where there's this little light?" She goes, "No, you're going to be over there." And I'm like, "But it's not, like it's not well lit." And I look over and I'm like, "All right, what's the speaker?" And the guy comes with this mic. It's not an XLR mic. It's got it's a uh, it's a stereo mic. So it plugs into like one of those inputs, like like big stereo input ones. And what he plugged it into was his guitar amp standing on top of a speaker that would have probably given better sound than the guitar amp. And of course, right away, like it's giving feedback, and he's got the reverb cranked up. And I'm like, "Hey, dummy, this is vocals. We don't need reverb. We aren't singing, you, you fucking mook. Turn that down." And he's like, "Well, hold on. If I turn it up here, I was like, no, no reverb. We are comics. This is not a guitar. We're playing with a microphone that only has like a six foot cord because you're retarded." You know how much feedback we're going to have? we got to play around so it doesn't give us feedback and so people can hear us, but they're still going to probably have to be quiet. So we do the sound check. <clears throat> and I'm looking, literally, like I am, I'm tossed over whether or not like this is going to go well. So I go, I go either one. This is going to suck because the sound system sucks and you won't be able to understand us. Or two. Oh, and, and they were already like fucking drunk by the time we got there. So, and that. Or two, they're game for having fun and they're going to be really good. So we eat dinner. Brian goes up first. Tells like his first... 10 minutes of jokes and he's just demolishing just destroying like nobody's business and I'm like alright this will be good and I don't know where like I've got this sound file um, I don't want to listen to it though like I, I ended up copying it to his computer like his sound file um, 
it fell off the rails. And the last half of his set, he just fucking ate it. But it wasn't completely... Like, I, I think he said something to check some people out. But I don't think it was just him. Because that crowd was chatty. Like, they were shushing people from the start. Shut up. Just watch the show. Saint TV. We can hear you. So they just got, like, louder and louder. And then just... They they just, like, really just started getting up. And walking to, like, the bar. Like, no regard for him performing. So I was, I was like, I was getting upset, right? Like, like, show the guy some respect. So finally, I just, I just stand up. I go, dude, fuck this. And I walk over to, uh, or, or I walk downstairs to get away. And I'm sitting there, uh, looking out at the curling rinks which uh, are dark because it's nighttime no one's curling and there's a woman's washroom behind me and I hear man I feel bad for the comic up now he's pretty funny but this is really tough for him but you know who I feel really bad for and the other lady goes who and she goes the comic who has to go up after him I start kind of chuckling. And then I stop and I realize all I can really hear is the people upstairs moving chairs. And I get just livid. So I walk up upstairs and all of a sudden I'm like halfway up there. I sit down on the stairs and I hear Brian go, all right, I'm going to end with this. I'm like about time. I want to get up and get the shit over with. You know, about time. So I walk upstairs. And they go, all right, we're going to take a brief break before your second comedian. Go get a smoke, go get a drink. Go to the washroom. Come back in five minutes. They came back like five minutes later. And then it took an additional five minutes just to get them quiet enough. Not even perfectly quiet. To get me up there. And they like, it was to the point like the the lady who's like the, the wife of the owner was running shit at the show and she was like she whistled probably 15 times to get them to shut up and they they weren't even quiet they were still chatty but they just kind of quieted their chatter down so you could barely hear my introduction because the Tracy who gave it didn't even go to the microphone which really didn't make that much of a difference and I'm just standing there like I start thinking like well I already got paid like I could I I could very well eat my balls. Like I know at that at this point it's not my fault because even with like the look on Tracy's face, like uh I, I knew what was going on. 
So I walk up. Listen, this is what I'm going to I'm going to play the first couple minutes right here from the show. All right, I'm, I'm going to play the first couple minutes of my set uh, just, to, just so you can understand what happened. Because, like I said, I, I stood there laughing before I got called up. Like, I, I was pissed off, and then I realized, you know what? I already got paid, so fuck it. I'm just going to go up and try and have fun. Fuck these people. I mean, I'm, do, I'm not doing this for them. I'm doing this for me. Like, hello, this is why I got into this. Because this is what I want to do. So, uh, right now, you're going to hear the introduction of me, me going up and telling my first joke, and then what happened next. Let's talk about how young I look and get that out of the way, because um, <laughs> like jokes on you guys. I already got paid. I no longer give a shit what happens. All right, fuck you guys. I'm sick of noise and quiet. I want to do my goddamn jokes. Are we gay? Do we want to have some fun? I just don't give a shit anymore. I really, I tried, I tried, but I went downstairs to get away from you people and all I can hear was you moving fucking chairs. I swear to God. God damn it. All right, so that happened. Um, (laughs) That happened, ladies and gentlemen, and on top of that, I got an applause, or sorry, not an applause, but I finished the set with an encore, all right? That's going to piss Brian off that I'm saying that, because when I got off stage, he was like, well, if I went last, I would have gotten an encore, and I was like, nah, I don't think it would have. It's like, listen, your set was not good. I'm going to quickly wrap this podcast up. Um, so... Yeah, thank you to the rowdy fucking assholes at, at D8 Manufacturing um, for actually allowing me to have such a fun time. I, I tell you, man, like, we went to a bar and to an after party afterwards, and the same girl at both of them was trying to pick me up, but I knew something was wrong with her, uh, like, like, right at the bar. I knew it. And then she was trying to pick me up. 
at uh at like the the after party and like she took her jacket off at the after party and I looked at her own and I just I knew right away what it was right so uh like they started to fight over me because some guy walked up and he was like you're a comedian come on tell me a joke and I was like that's not how it works like like and then uh and he said, come on, just, just be fart. And I was like, well, what do you do? He said, well, I'm a logger. I'm like, log some shit for me. Chop down a tree. Go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not working right now. And then he'd, like, walk up to other people and be like, dude, he's, he's not being funny. Like, I want him to be funny. And they're like, he's not at work. He just wants to relax and have a drink and have a good time. Like, leave him alone. And then all of a sudden they started fighting over me. So I was like, like, legitimately... Like pushing and shoving, and someone got punched, and I was just like, "Fuck it, listen, I'm out." Uh, thanks for the hospitality, Mitch. I'll probably see you at some point in life. Uh, and I walk out, and this girl's like, "Well, I'll, I'll take you back." And I'm like, "She's like, I'm not trying to fuck you." And I'm like, "Bitch, I know what you're up to. I'm not." Listen, I just want to sleep. I'm exhausted. It's 4 a.m. That's it. I want to sleep. So I walk up. Uh, I walk down. So as I go, I'm like, all right. She's like, well, I live down around there anyways. So I'll walk you. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, all right. I think if I turn right here, it'll take me to the hill. I turn left at the hill, I'll be fine. Which I was right about. All of a sudden, Brian like runs out the door. Like, wait, wait for me. I'm going to, hold on. Because I, I just, I realized... Uh, like, now, Brian didn't know where the fuck he was. So, like, she had to show him. Like, I was pretty drunk. Uh, the guy poured me a drink that I asked for a double, and it was clearly uh, way the fuck more than... It, it was like a double-double. Dude, it was like four shots. It was fucking brutal. Um, so, we're walking down the street... And all of a sudden, Brian turns and goes, uh, so what's the deal like, w- with all those marks on your arms? And she's like, oh, eczema. And I got to tell you, normally I'll say whatever I want and I'll call people on their bullshit. But I, I, was, like, I really didn't want to break this girl's heart to the point like I already wasn't going to fuck her. Uh, I had to stop myself from turning around and being like, bitch, I know you're on meth. Shut the fuck up. That ain't eczema. I know what eczema looks like. My, uh, my, my grandpa has eczema. I got friends who have kids who have eczema. I used to have eczema. I know what eczema looks like. That is not eczema. That is, that is, you're coming off of meth. I fuck, I can actually smell the meth, you moron. But yeah, fun times. Um, that's it for this week's episode next week will be christmas you will get an episode merry christmas to you the week after that will be uh will be new year's day again you will get an episode i guarantee that uh that's it for this week see you next tuesday